0: Great Gatsby Chapter 6 Section 2 It was a halt, too, in my association with his affairs. For several weeks I didn't see him or hear his voice on the phone. Mostly I was in New York, trotting around with Jordan and trying to ingratiate myself with her senile aunt, but finally I went over to his house one Sunday afternoon. I hadn't been there two minutes when somebody brought Tom Buchanan in for a drink. I was startled, naturally, but the really surprising thing was that it hadn't happened before. They were a party of three on horseback, Tom and a man named Sloan and a pretty woman in a brown riding habit who had been there previously. Um, I'm delighted to see you, said Gatsby, standing on his porch. I'm delighted that you dropped in, as though they cared sit right down. Have a cigarette or a cigar. He walked around the room quickly, ringing bells. I'll have something to drink for you in just a minute. He was profoundly affected by the fact that Tom was there, but he would be uneasy anyhow until he had given them something, realizing in a vague way that that was all they came for. Mr. Sloan wanted nothing. A lemonade? No thanks. A little champagne? Nothing at all, thanks. I'm sorry. I'm... Um, did you have a nice ride? Uh, very good roads around here. Uh, I suppose the automobiles, yeah. Moved by an irresistible impulse, Gatsby turned to Tom, who had been accepted who had accepted the introduction as a stranger. I believe we've met somewhere before, Mr. Buchanan. Oh yes, said Tom, gruffly polite but obviously not remembering. Uh, so we did. I I remember very well. About 2 weeks ago, uh, that's right, you were with Nick here. I know your wife, continued Gadsby almost aggressively. Is that so, Tom turned to me. You live near here, Nick? Next door. That's so. Mr. Sloan didn't enter into the conversation, but lounged back haughtily in his chair. The woman said nothing either until unexpectedly, after two eyeballs, she became cordial. Well, well, I'll come over to your next party, Mr. Gadsby, she suggested. What do you say? Certainly, I'd be delighted to have you. Be very nice, said Mr. Sloan without gratitude. Well, I think ought to be starting home. Please, don't hurry, Gadsby urged them. He had control of himself now, and he wanted to see more of Tom. Why don't you uh, why don't you stay for supper i I wouldn't be surprised if some other people dropped in from New York. You come to supper with me, said the lady enthusiastically. Both of you this included me. Mister. Sloan got to his feet, come along, he said, but to her only I mean it, she insisted. I- I'd love to have you L- lots of room. Gadsby looked at me questioningly. He wanted to go, and he didn't see that Mr. Sloane had determined he shouldn't. "'I'm afraid I won't be able to,' I said. "'Will you come?' she urged, concentrating on Gatsby. Mr. Sloane murmured something close to her ear. "'We won't be late if we start now,' she insisted aloud. "'I haven't got a horse,' said Gatsby. "'I, I used to ride in the Army, but I- I've never bought a horse. "'I'll have to follow you in my car.' excuse me for just a minute. The rest of us walked out on the porch where Sloan and the lady began an impassioned conversation aside. My God, I believe the man's coming, said Tom. Doesn't he know she doesn't want him? She says she does want him. She has a big dinner party and he won't know a soul there, he frowned. I wonder where in the devil he met Daisy. "'My God, I may be old-fashioned in my ideas, but women run around too much these days to suit me. "'They meet all kinds of crazy fish.' "'Suddenly Mr. Sloan and the lady walked down the steps and mounted their horses. Uh, "'Come on,' said Mr. Sloan to Tom. "'We're late. We've got to go.' "'And then to me. Uh, "'Tell him we couldn't wait. Will you?' "'Tom and I shook hands.' The rest of us exchanged a cool nod, and they trotted quickly down the drive, disappearing under the august foliage just as Gadsby with hat and light overcoat in hand came out the front door.